The Automotive News Canada podcast is brought to you by Diamond Coat. Did you know Diamond Coat has a 96% claims approval rate? This translates into happy customers and repeat service business. But really, you get much, much more when you become a Diamond Coat dealer. Advantages like in-house chemical manufacturing, product fulfillment, bilingual claim support, and a highly experienced team with decades of F&I experience. Visit diamondcoat.com to get started. Diamond Coat, we've got you covered. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the March 4th, 2022 episode of the Automotive News Canada podcast. I'm your host, Greg Layson, the digital and mobile editor here at Automotive News Canada. I had planned on speaking with my guest last month, but got derailed by the Ambassador Bridge blockade. But today, I've made time to talk to a man who's planned not one, but two auto shows over the course of the last two years, only to have both canceled due to public health policy designed to curb the spread of COVID-19. But my guest today tells me he has, quote, no doubt the Canadian International Auto Show will return in 2023. But what will it look like? How committed are automakers? We'll get those answers and more when I speak with the general manager of the show, Jason Campbell, on this episode of the Automotive News Canada podcast. Jason, thanks for joining me on the podcast this week. Great to be here. Thanks, Greg. Yeah, always great to have you. Um, There hasn't been a Canadian International Auto Show since 2020, but yet in each of the last two years, you planned for one only to have them canceled in both of those years. Just describe for me what life has been like for an auto show organizer (laughs) over the last two plus years. Well, it's a bit like a yo-yo. I mean, we've been uh, been up and down. Obviously, we've been trying in both years to do a show. I think in 2021, uh, at the start of the pandemic, uh, I'd say, sorry, in, in 2020, I'm thinking back now, at the start of the pandemic, it was fairly early on and we thought, you know, this is going to pass. We'll be able to do a show. And we got to the point where we were kind of late spring and saying, well, you know, there is a real risk here to do a, a live show. So let's try to focus on doing something digitally and see what manufacturer interest is. So we went through a a long consultative process through the spring and summer with manufacturers to try and host a a digital show. Um, And there was initial interest, but um, a lot of manufacturers, one of the comments that came back from one of our brands is, look, we've got our own digital auto show. It's called our website. And in the end, after trying various different iterations of that, together with other Canadian shows and on our own, it, it just we just concluded that there wasn't enough interest from the manufacturers to, to go down that route. They wanted to have something live and in person, and they were willing to wait for that. And then we went through the, the process of 2021 and thinking for a lot of the year that we were going to have a, a trouble doing a live show. And even at some point as late as early September, we were considering doing very seriously a, a, a summer show and uh, amending our dates to try and do something in the summer to avoid this. But then mid-September, the restrictions got relaxed. It looked like things were clearing up. And the opportunity then appeared to say, well, we can do a live show again in, in 2022. And so there was a, you know, a plan. We went and talked to the manufacturers. We had a lot of interest for 2022 show. We had over 20 brands that had said, yeah, we want to take part. And we had a full floor plan agreed. It was uh, all in place. And then obviously things turned around in, uh, in December and we saw such a huge rapid escalation of 
the uncertainty and restrictions coming back into place, government mandates coming down, and we couldn't be sure ourselves of guaranteeing our manufacturers that they were going to have a large enough audience to justify the expenditure, which we know they make, to, to host a show. So we took the decision at that time to say, look, we're going to have to put again on pause, uh, wait till hopefully we clear this uh, this situation in a 2023 comeback, full steam ahead for what will be our, our 50th anniversary of the modern auto show. And, you know, to that point, I, I feel very confident right now that uh, we'll have at least all of the brands that wanted to come back in 2022. Um, I think that there are a number of brands that told us it was due to the uncertainty that uh, they couldn't see that far down into the future. Are we going to have an ability to host people in person? There's, there was a great risk last year of not wanting to go down the effort, expense, time of putting plans in place and then at the last minute being disappointed and finding all of that investment was forsaken. Uh, I think we're heading into a very different environment right now in 2023. I think most of us can see what will be hopefully the end of this pandemic. And um, if there were any future restrictions in place, they'll be much more modest in nature and won't uh, curtail us um, with the ability to have a proper in-person show. Because at the end of the day, that's what, uh, that's what the show is all about, a live, in-person, touching, feeling uh, experience of getting behind a wheel and, and, uh, and meeting people and talking about products and what's new in the industry with your industry colleagues and with the the product experts on site and although we will be certainly redoubling down on our on our digital side and focusing on how we look to do things differently and, and better and communicate more effectively on an online environment we know the reality is people want to come back to a live event and that's what uh, that's what we're focusing on for 2023 i know that um, you had to cancel it early enough to make sure everyone had notice and to make sure, you know, nobody, as you said, was, was out in terms of expenditures. But I do have to ask, what is your feeling today as restrictions lift in Ontario? And it, it's only about 15 days after what would have been the 2022 auto show. Um, I just wonder how you feel in this moment right now, knowing that you only missed it by a little bit, but you had to make the decision so early. Well, we had to make the decision early because nobody knows, nobody knew when it was going to be lifted. And, you know, manufacturers commit to the auto show season as a, like a moving train. They, they commit to multiple different shows. They decide, okay, we're going to do three or five and their costs are spread along those different shows. Um, we could see quite clearly that Montreal wasn't going to be able to happen in January. And that would have placed a, a huge issue for manufacturers having to cancel one and uh, potentially still hold out for the next. I think I have no regrets of a decision to cancel, despite the fact that we could have potentially had 50% capacity for a large number of days of the show. I think the uncertainty for all of the month of January would have led to multiple manufacturers that had already told us they wanted to come having a change of change of mind and it would have jeopardized everybody's investment. So it was the safe thing to do. It was the right thing to do at the time. And, you know, we wanted to assure manufacturers that we were not going to go forward and be reckless with our commitments and their commitments. And I think there was great appreciation amongst them that, you know, we took that decision early enough to avoid very much expenditure on, on what they put in place for 2022. After two years without shows, it'll be almost 
three when you add up all the calendar days. Um, you know, automakers have done things on their own virtually. Um, you mentioned it. They say, you know, we have our own digital auto show. It's our website. They've launched vehicles at small media conferences lately. Um, they've held their own small events. Gauge for me, if you can, the commitment from automakers when it comes to auto shows moving forward. You know, you mentioned you had about 20 brands committed. Do you still see 20 brands committed for 2023? What is the automaker's commitment to auto shows? Uh, I believe firmly that they want to come back. I think everybody has been sick of doing, although I've done a lot of virtual uh, operations, they still want to be back live if they can. And I think there's going to be a great hunger to return after three years, both from our consumers, which have told us in a, in a survey we did back in September, 90% of them said that they wanted to come back to a live events if the situation health-wise uh, allowed it. Um, we normally typically see the typical auto show consumer would come back maybe every other year. And so after three years, we're expecting a, a huge boost of um, past attendees that will all want to come back that haven't been able to go to mass large events that want to see a return to that kind of thing. And manufacturers will want to go where the consumers are. They still have uh, they still have a lot of products that are coming out in the marketplace. This next year is going to be huge in terms of uh, new electric vehicle launches and technologies. We've seen other manufacturers uh, participating in shows still. Our, our biggest manufacturers and our biggest clients at the show were all committed for 2022, and uh, we fully expect them to return for 2023. We typically start the process of discussing with manufacturers what do they want to do, what is their intention, uh, do they have any views as to how we should change and, and modify programming. Uh, in, in the month of May, we're pulling that forward. We're going to start that in late March and uh, through through April uh, to try and get a better understanding of where everybody's at. You know, it's likely that we won't get final decisions from people until mid to late summer. I mean, we're still facing some challenges in the industry, as you're well aware, with chip shortages, et cetera. But even under those same challenges that we had in 2022, which hopefully will be easing over the course of the next six to 12 months, uh, we still had commitment from a large number of brands that represented 75% of all new vehicle sales in Canada that wanted to be at the show. So I don't anticipate that uh, reducing. We've seen other major auto shows going ahead and being successful, and uh, I, I fully expect that we'll be back in a, in a very strong way for 2023. The other component in this is the dealer body. Um, where do dealers stand on getting this show back up and running? Because I assume, and I can only assume because I'm not a dealer, I assume they want people getting behind the wheel. Have you heard from dealers who say, yeah, we need this show to go forward? Um, Ontario is the biggest retail market in the country, so I just wonder what you're hearing from dealers. Well, the auto show is owned by the, the dealer association. Right. As, as you know, many of the shows are across the world. And, you know, we represent as the TADA over 1,100 new car dealers. And there's huge enthusiasm to come back. And manufacturers and dealers together really want to be able to get back in front of front of their consumers. And uh, they're, in the end, a lot of car people. You know, they are car enthusiasts. And a lot of them miss the, the camaraderie that happens at the auto show. VIP night is really the one big industry evening of the of the year and they've missed that for the last couple of years but more than that it's it's a chance to see what's out there in the marketplace all under one space i one of our past dealer presidents used to call february his his christmas time because it basically was 
uh, it was it was like a plethora of gifts that he could go along and see and bring bring all of his uh, dealer staff to the shows, check out his competitors, and uh, and really revel in in the excitement of the new car buying experience. And I fully expecting everybody to be back in a in a big way, and manufacturers and dealers together asking to to get back live. And I, I think, you know, as we get further into the recovery situation, I think we're just going to see more and more interest for the show. And with it being 50 years of auto show, there's going to be a lot of nostalgia and a lot of people willing to get behind it and, and push uh, push that even harder. We'll be right back after this short break. Diamond Coat has been a leading F&I provider to the retail automotive industry. For over 50 years, our philosophy hasn't changed. For us to provide the best products and services, we need total control over every part of our business. From R&D to manufacturing to claims administration, we do everything in-house. We're committed to introducing the best quality products to the market. And recently, through our partnership with Kix Global, we're able to bring the Kix Locate Theft Recovery System to dealerships across Canada. This covert device can be used within your dealership to track, maintain, and safeguard your assets. No wires, no monthly fees, just full protection. It's this kind of commitment that has made Diamond Coat Canada's most trusted warranty providers for all automotive dealers, manufacturers, and customers. To find out more about our new anti-theft products and programs, visit diamondcoat.com. That's diamondcoat.com to get started. Diamond Coat, we've got you covered. This the Canadian International Auto Show kind of got stuck in a position where it looked like restrictions would lift and then you had to shut it down. And that was just the timing and the ebb and flow of the pandemic because some places in Europe went ahead with their shows. I'm wondering, um, what have you learned from auto shows that did go ahead? And are there things that those shows did that you will incorporate into a show in Toronto? I think there's... uh you know, for example, Chicago Auto Show, which typically falls over the same period as, as our auto show, right. hosted a, a summertime show last year when they didn't have restrictions in Chicago. And I was speaking to the general manager there, and they had a very successful show. They only had about 50% of the brands participating, but they modified the format. They did it indoor-outdoor. They had a smaller space uh, available, but they introduced new different activations and made it a kind of like a summertime outdoor festival, which which had a lot of interactive driving experiences. And that's something which we've seen over the course of the last number of years, having, you know, driving experience possibilities as part of the show is is a, is, is a big deal. And that's something which uh, many manufacturers like, get bums on seats. And that's something that we were looking to have more of at this year's show in 2022. We dedicated about a third of the hall in the North Building to be uh, the takeoff place for uh, an expanded electric vehicle test drive program. There were several manufacturers that wanted to host indoor test drive programming. Uh, we see the New York show was planning a very large portion of their um, underground area to be uh, electric vehicle test drive. I think that's going to be one, uh, one area where we will have a much greater focus on to allow that in-person touching and driving experience indoors with, with ICE vehicles. There's a huge educational component to that for consumers that want to see and touch and feel what it's like to drive an electric vehicle uh, and learn more about what's involved in you know charging and ownership costs and 
you know, just to talk to the experts who really know the most about this, uh, this new technology for many people. Uh, I also think that we had, we had looked at other unique elements to the show where we didn't have as many manufacturers planned to come in 2022. We did have extra space. And so we were into plans with, uh, with the Monet exhibit. There has been a large indoor art exhibit that uh, has taken over the North building of the convention center, one third of it. And we had planned to build a, a unique uh, you know, immersive, almost automotive art exhibit within the show uh, to take up that that large space, and I think that component attracted a lot of a lot of interest. And I I could see something like that making a potential comeback in 2023. We really will have to have a discussion with our OEMs as we do every year uh, as to what do they want because they're our clients. They really help guide us as to what the show should be all about. But we know that there's interest to come back. We know there's an interest to be live again, and uh, I'm fully expecting that we'll be able to incorporate a number of new ideas that uh, that others have trialed and uh, will trial over the course of this year into our show. We've got a year to plan, and so there's still time to modify and, and make adjustments and learn from others that do it, uh, do it well and see successes. Last question, um, and it's sort of personal. How, how did you and your fellow organizers stay motivated to plan a show that you never really were certain was going to go ahead. And how do you stay motivated to plan for 2023 when the virus and the pandemic is so unpredictable? I just wonder in your mind, what is your mindset? How do you stay motivated? And how do you stay positive um, with all that's going on around you? Well, you just have to plan for it to be happening. You you can't... uh waffle and and think that oh well i'm not sure if this is going to be taking place or not for 2023 i'm absolutely convinced that we're going to be back there's no uh, issue with motivation on that side for 2022 we did have a very strong indication for a lot of the year that we thought it would be able to come back and uh you know we just we have got great partners in our show and we have kept in touch with them and kept planning with them and they've all committed to say you know what even if we, we can't do it in 2022, we're going to be back in 2023. I, I, don't see, uh, I don't see any problem in terms of that side. What's motivating us as well is knowing that the consumers want to come back and, uh, and, and the partners that we have want to be back. The manufacturers still have great interest and the sponsors are still there. And so we really have uh, no doubts for about 2023 and uh, that's going to motivate us over the next 12 months to make sure we get the best show possible. Jason Campbell, thanks for joining me and all the best in planning for 2023. Looking forward to actually going to an auto show again. The last one I attended was in 2020 before the pandemic arrived. Yeah, it probably was our last show. I think ours yep. was the last major show before the before it all got shut down. So we're looking forward to seeing you and the rest of your colleagues, Greg. Thanks so much. Take care. We reached Jason in the GTA. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, have a suggestion, or simply want to comment, email me at glason at autonews.com. And remember, you can listen to all our previous podcasts on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play, or on our website. Just click the podcast tab at the top of the homepage. That does it for this episode of the Automotive News Canada podcast. We hope you'll join us next time. So long, everybody.